Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. In today's episode, we are learning about the energy, the energetics of each of our names. It's part of the matrix in this 3D realm, and we're going to learn how to navigate it for our utmost empowerment. My guest today calls this name reality because this name and the energy from our names really dictates uh, the passageway of our whole lifelong journey. Leon Zonamiari is here with us today to share more on this exquisite naming system that has been used for eons by families of this earth, and he's going to explain it here with us. Let's welcome Leon to Quantum Conversations. Hi, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for the invitation, and thank you very much for getting my name pronunciation right. It is a bit of a mouthful, I must admit. <laughs> but I did actually change my names in, in, in the course of my studies, um, also as Partly as experimentation, I wanted to really prove that the system works. So I, so I did actually legally change my names to what I have now, Leon G. Paley Zonamiari. And I can tell you, it works. And uh, if you just look at the reviews that you've posted, you'll see a lot of other people are saying exactly the same thing. Um, your names really do influence a big part of your life. Yes, very much so. Okay, so you have... Uh, studied this through several mentors and um, identify with it and even changed your own name. Can you explain what's going on here? Uh, there's an energy behind our name and it's even reinforced by the global system of our birth certificate, which is all in uppercase. I find that fascinating. We'll talk deeper mm -hmm. about that later. But really, what's going on here with the energetics of our name? Sure. Um, basically, this is a two-part system. And the first part 
talks about how you're given documented names, and I say documented names. This is not about nicknames. This is what's documented starting with your birth certificate. And of course, as you go through your life, you might get married, uh, take your husband's name, or you might even do a slight little name change if you emigrate from one country to another where the language is slightly different. I, I've had some situations where people's names have been slightly changed or modified on immigration. Basically, the, the first part, it talks about how your given documented names creates a blueprint that shapes and defines your character, your personality, your virtues, vices, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and also areas of mental and physical health, for better or for worse. More amazing, the second part of this system it reveals how individual letters from each of your names, they rotate in a predetermined sequence every year on your birthday. And they influence events that are going to happen, and they very often reveal the way that you are going to actually deal with those events and the way that you live your life. Uh, it really is quite incredible, but uh, yes, this is a well-proven system that for the most has been kept very, very quiet. And very often you do things that, uh, well, backtrack, sorry. And very often you do find that things that are very powerful can sometimes be the ones that are really kept a secret because of the power that they actually have. Yes, and so we're going to take a look at some examples. And this is interesting because what we're going to talk about in today's show is more of how this works and, and things that we look for. Again, it's a lifelong chart that you present for everyone, and it, it's pretty in-depth, so it's not like um, here we're going to be able to tell the energy of someone's name. So um, tell us a little bit, before we get into that, uh, about how you came up with this and were reminded of it or studied it. And this was through three different mentors that you worked with. Um, do you want the short story or the long story? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try and keep it brief. Um, yes, I have had three wonderful spiritual mentors, all of them at, at the highest sort of like oracle level you could ever imagine. Um, and um, this started like 25, 30 years ago. And I've always, since, since being a very young boy, I've always felt a little bit different, like I quite didn't fit in with some of the others. I, I was not uh, classified as normal because my mind's, my thoughts were drifting off into distant places. And um, it started off really with reincarnation. I was, I was just, from an early age, sure that there was a lot more to life than just being here now and doing what we're doing now. And back then, of course, there wasn't the internet, so lots of information wasn't readily available, and you couldn't really find much in libraries either. But as I got older, I did pick up a few books on uh, reincarnation, past lives, and it fascinated me because I'd, I'd go to places or I'd meet people and I'd just feel instantly connected, like I'd been there before or I knew this person. Anyway, I um, eventually connected with my first spiritual mentor, a lady called Paulette, um, and um, she said, yes, I can take you back to where you need to go, and kapow. Uh, it was just amazing. The first session, I went back through three different lifetimes. Um, and she sensed that I was really, really enthusiastic about knowing more and learning more. And I kept going back to her. And eventually, we 
actually became very, very good friends. And I spent probably the best part of a year, I mean, not literally every day, but almost every other day, there'd be hours or a whole day or we'd just hang out together. And I'd get involved in the work that she did. She opened my third eye. She activated dormant DNA strands. And uh, during the course of the year, I probably went through oh, 30 or 40 of my previous lifetimes. This is my 72nd lifetime. And um, it just fascinated me. And because she was a spiritual healer, I got very interested in, in that area as well, uh, which then led me to my second mentor, and of course, well, there's no accidents. Everything in life happens for a reason. Um, there was a lady called Diane Bright from England, and she was into spiritual healing. And we met because I was taking a friend to go and see her. But our journey then continued after that. And she taught me everything that she knew. And um, my life started to improve. Um, but... <sighs> Personal issues were still there. My life was still a bit of a roller coaster. I felt more grounded, more in control of my life, but there were things going on that just seemed to be out of my control. And it was um, several years ago, my daughter actually told me about a guy in England who analyzes people's names, and he had quite a reputation. So I contacted the guy, and uh, he said, well, yeah, I can do a name analysis for you. And I was amazed, well, not amazed, I was blown away how accurate it was. Not just talking about me, my persona, who I am, the way I act, the way I go about things, but more so the events. Um, I've always worked for myself. I've always been in business for myself ever since I was 17 years old. And um, had I just had a job, I might have maybe lost my job. But I've been through three bankruptcies. And they were all linked and tied exactly to the time frame in the events chart where I'd go into these massive dips, financial dips. But then I'd, I'd bounce back a couple of years later and go into another high roll where I would be very, very successful and get ahead in leaps and bounds only to crash again. And so I was on one of my downward spirals. <laughs> mm. And my daughter said, well talk with this guy. So I did. His name is Lawrence Paig. Unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years ago, but I'm now the one that's kind of holding the flag, carrying on with, with the work. Um, and uh, that's where I got started. So I met with Lawrence. He analyzed my names. And immediately, I could see where all these ups and downs, all this turbulence was 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 coming from and it enabled me to to grab the bull by the horns and say okay i'm going to be the boss i'm going to take control of this and i did and it it worked well but then i got so fascinated with the system i thought well the balance of my names is not exactly perfect and my events chart is going to go into another dip again very very soon maybe i should consider changing my names and so this was at the time that I was actually doing all my learning, all my studying. And just for experimentation, I thought, you know what, I'm going to come up with a combination of names and I'm going to do it. And I did it. And sure, I felt shifts. I felt changes. Um, and they continued running and running for, for two, three, four years. And even now I can 
look back at some of the new personalities that I introduced and I can go, wow, you know what, without even realizing it, I really have become that new identity. It is quite incredible how it, it, it does make a shift, it does make a change. But um, for most people, it's, it's having the knowledge, having the information. So you can be the boss, you can take control. For example, uh, consider it like a long-range weather forecast. If you know there's a good chance of thunderstorms tomorrow, what are you going to do? Stay at home? Hibernate? No, of course you can't do that. You need to get out, get on with your life. So you do get out, get on with your life, but you take an umbrella or a raincoat. Well, if you're smart, you will. And if it does rain, guess what? You don't get wet. Simple as that. And that's how you can actually use this name system. You don't have to go to the drastics of, of changing a name like I did, and like a few people do, but, but it, it's all about having the information, having the knowledge, so you can literally get more grounded, stand your ground, and take control. Okay, well, it's fascinating that you witnessed this in your own life and you felt the need to shift it because uh, the chart did reveal that you had more storms to weather. So you did, you chose to change your name and change the energetics. But again, mm -hmm. I want to repeat what you said there that we can, once we are aware, we talk about this a lot, an awareness is like half the work, over half the work. I'd call it three quarters of the work. Right, oh, an awareness yes, of something. Right, and then the other is just the diligence in uh, continuing to be aware. And in in the case that you present, it really is using that awareness to shift the energy around it. So we're going to talk about that, but let's talk a little bit more in depth about what really is going on here. Um, is it numerology? Uh, it, you know, what is it? It seems like it's very teaching okay. related as well. Let me go into a bit more information as to exactly how the basic nuts and bolts work. First mm -hmm. of all, this is not this is not numerology. Numerology is a great system. It provides some wonderful information. Whether you're talking about the Western numerology, the older Chaldean version. There are actually um, several versions of numerology out there and they all have something very, very good to offer. But they don't go down that dark path and get down to all the nitty gritty. You know, they tend, it, it tends to um, cover over lots of stuff, whereas name reality uh, it is a two-part system. Like I said, the first part talks about your, your personality, your character, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and areas of mental and physical health. The second part produces this events chart that shows what's going to happen related to your names, events that are going to happen and how you're going to deal with them. Um, so numerology, great system, but this is different. And if you actually look on some of the reviews, you'll see there are people who've, who've been numerologists or studied it, used it for many, many years and have come across name reality and gone, wow, why didn't we know about this before? This system, it's just so much more advanced. It, it goes down these deeper avenues that's not touched with other systems that are out there. So, yeah, um, as far as the I Ching, uh, basically there are 64 personalities that divide the human race when you use this particular system. Um, 64 is a number that 
many of us have seen before. There's uh, 64 hexagrams in the I Ching. There's 64 codons that make up human DNA. There's even 64 squares on a chessboard. It is recognized as a powerful mathematical force. So there are 64 personalities that divide the human race. Now, each of your names is a combination of two of those personalities. Um, in the same way with numerology, we do use numbers to make calculations. So that's why lots of people do think, oh, this is numerology. Well, yeah, we use numbers, but it's just for calculations. Mm -hmm. There's two personalities for each name that you have. So if you have a first name, if you have a middle name, and then a surname that you take from your father, that's three names. Uh, we also include the mother's maiden name within this name system because it is documented on your birth certificate. And ultimately, you come from the energy of two people. You've got all sorts of stuff that, that's in you that comes from both your mother and your father. So we include your mother's maiden name because it's also documented on the birth certificate. And then we include the number of the day that you were born because your date, time, and place of birth, again, just look into astrology. It's really important. So this system actually incorporates all those factors. Now, if you do the quick mathematics there, first name, middle name, last name, mother's maiden name, and your birthday, that's nine different personalities. If you do the mathematics, using this name reality system, um, trying to compare yourself with someone else, sure, there's going to be similarities, but because of these simple basics on it, the odds of two people having the same combination of names, numbers, personalities as you is one in 200 billion. So this system is as accurate as analyzing people's DNA or fingerprints. It is incredibly accurate. Um, the, the second part of the system, which is where we take individual letters from each of your names and how they rotate in a specific sequence, um, it's all about what letters are in your chart in any one given year. You can look at the year before and the year after to also get a flow and see the direction of where it's going. Now, there are some letters are very positive and have a good positive influence. The letter C, G, J, K, L, N, P, Q, Y, and Z, or Z, are very, very positive. Um, however, letters like F, H, especially U, V, W, and X can have a negative influence. And then the other letters, they kind of hover in the middle. So you can have, for example, the letter U, which is for loss. And of course, you have a U in your names, as we look through your name analysis. Mm -hmm. um, and at one point in your life, because you had the letter U there, yes, there was loss, but it wasn't financial loss or bankruptcies like I had, because I had a U in my first name, a U in my last name, and it coincided with an O from my middle name, and an O signifies peace, tranquility, uh, and it very often indicates money. So when you have a U fall in with an O, it's loss of money, loss of stability. You didn't have that. You had some positive letters, which were there at the same time as the U, and that was where you lost interest in, I think it was your work, and you decided to have a new change in 
direction, you dropped doing something and you went into another area of your work, well, that's how it actually works. So just because one letter is, oh, that's negative, it doesn't have to be doom and gloom. You have to look at the overall picture. Uh, the best way I can really describe looking at the overall picture is um, if you visualize in your mind a piano, okay? You can take any one finger, you can press any one key on a piano, and it'll sound good. When you press two or more keys at the same time, it's very important, especially if you're playing with two hands, you have to press the right keys in the right combination to produce a nice sound. If you get one finger or two fingers slightly out, you'll sound a little bit out of tune. If you get three or four fingers in the wrong place, you'll start to make a dreadful noise. Well, your names apply a similar action. The sound of music produced by a piano can be documented with sheet music. The vibration produced by your names can be documented with name reality. So it's really a question of what tune do you play? Happy, 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 or doom and gloom, or sadness and nervous apprehension, worry, stress, and in which year is it going to happen? So um, ultimately, letters of the alphabet, letters and numbers, they all relate back to ancient symbols. And ancient symbols give out a vibration. You can't see it, you can't feel it, you can't touch it, but there is a powerful vibration from, from ancient symbols, which now correspond to letters of the alphabet. And this system shows how the letters of the alphabet reflect upon conditions with the human body. So, like I said, pretty powerful stuff. Yes, and so now this gets into a little bit maybe more of a, I don't know if it's conspiracy theory, but it does get more into the control system on our planet because there are some that know how this works and it doesn't affect them. Can you talk a little bit about this? You know, and what I find fascinating on this other subject is that women, we change our names a lot. We could. If a woman goes through, uh, for myself, I took my stepfather's name, so that was a name change right there. And then uh, when I got married, I had another name change. Women who uh, end their marriage, they could go back to their name. And what you're saying is each time there's a name change, there is a shift in the energetics. And, uh, oh, yes. Actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and as we actually proved with your name analysis, when you um, changed your original birth surname for the surname of your stepfather, it was actually a step in, in the right direction. It was actually an improvement. And then when you got married and you added another name into the mix, that actually turned out to be very much in your favor as well. So, um, yeah, sometimes it really can work in your favor and things just start to happen and materialize and you wonder, well, hey, things seem to be pretty good right now. And, and very often, a big part of it is coming from your names. However, there are lots of cases where it doesn't work. Let me just give you a really good example, which you can check through just statistics on the internet. In the Western world, you know, USA, Canada, um, England, Australia, lots of Europe, Women, they 
kind of take their husband's name when they get married. It, it, it's kind of like the dumb thing. It, it's accepted. And if you don't, it's like, oh, don't you love your husband? Why aren't you mm -hmm. taking his name? Mm -hmm. uh, well, in those countries, you can do the stats. What's divorce rate? Divorce rate is round about 50%, give or take. If you then go and check on Central America, South America, where there's millions upon millions of people, it's a huge continent, um, there, women just don't take their husband's name upon marriage. It's just not the done thing. And if you say to a woman in South America, oh, you're getting married, congratulations, you're going to take your husband's name. What, what's your new name going to be? They look at you kind of like weird and strange, like, what are you talking about? Why would I want to do something like that? Again, it, it's upbringing, environment, it's, it's culture. Um, well, if you look at the stats for Central and South America, divorce rate where women do not take their husband's name, they just keep with their birth names, divorce rate, it's not 50%. It's not 40%. It's not 30%. Not even 20%. Divorce rate is 5% mm -hmm. in parts of the world where women do not take their husband's names. Now, sure, you can argue, oh, yes, but, you know, culture, environment, religion. Sure, you can throw all that in the mix, and I'm not going to disagree with you, but you have to admit the difference between 50% and 5%, it is huge. It's massive. And, of course, mm -hmm. there are no coincidences. There's no coincidences on planet Earth, and everything does happen for a reason. So, yeah, um, when you get married and if you take your husband's name, when you say your wedding vows in sickness and in health, because the system does cover those areas, in sickness and in health, for better or for worse, till death do we depart, you really don't know what you're letting yourself in for. And a lot of people that come to me for a name analysis say, oh, and by the way, um, I'm, I'm with this guy, we're thinking about getting married, should I take his name? Well, of course, when I'm doing a name analysis for you, it's very simple. Just just give me the name, and I can tell you straight away if it's going to work for you or if it's not. And um, so, yeah, um, names, serious business. And you also talked about um, the darker side of it, where you want me to go down uh, those dark well, avenues yeah, just and put on my tin hat, my tin hat. <laughs> okay, but just for a quick moment, because we're going to talk more about like the names, and we have an analysis that we can look at to give people a good example. It's too in-depth. Yeah. We can't just you know take random names from yeah. people. But isn't it fascinating that this is part of the system on planet Earth? Oh, yes, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it and, does not affect the people who created a system uh, for us to use it. Uh, well, they didn't actually create it, um, but... Okay. Yeah, let me just give you... Let me give you a quick overview. Um, first of all, I'll, I'll give you the history of where this actual system comes from, and then I'll go into why we, we the population, all have multiple documented legal names. Mm -hmm. um, the actual system, if you go back recently, like I said, there was a guy called Lawrence Pague in England. He came across a book that was produced and printed in 1929 with this actual system. Um, the actual book is called The Fundamental Principles of Yi King Tao, 
the Kabbalahs of Egypt and the Hebrews. And he used this actual name system to analyze people's names and for some people who felt they needed a name change, he would also help there as well. Well, he had one particular client who was an aspiring model in London and her name was Laura Hollins and she was actually signed with Models One, a very, very uh, international, well-known model agency. But she wasn't getting anywhere. She had this beautiful look, um, but she just wasn't booking any work, wasn't getting any jobs. So she met with Lawrence Page, and she changed her names. And of course, being in that sort of industry, you know, pop stars, movie stars, authors with pen names, it is kind of like often accepted and the dumb thing to just change your name. I mean, look, Sting, Madonna, all these sort of people. So anyway, she, with the help of Lawrence, she changed her names to Agnes Dean. Within a year, she was with the same model agency. She didn't change her hairstyle, her makeup, nothing changed. Within a year, she became the face of Armory, the face of Burberry, and she was picking up a fee of $10,000 a day. Nothing changed apart from her names. And you can actually look at other famous people. Um, for the older crowd, there was a guy called Engelbert Humperdinck. He was actually also from England, but uh, ended up spending most of his time in Las Vegas on tour yeah. there, um, <laughs> touring around the world. He he actually w was... Um, um, his name was... Um, Arnold Dorsey, that's right, Arnold Dorsey, and very talented singer, beautiful voice, used to sing those croony, crony songs, all the women used to adore him, mm -hmm. and he was just working the pubs and the clubs and the bars, and he had this great voice, but he wasn't getting anywhere, and then one day, he decided to change his name, and he uh, picked this name up from a book that he'd read of some musical person from from a couple of hundred years ago. And he changed his name to Engelbert Humperdinck. And he didn't change management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't change management. He didn't do anything different. And all of a sudden, he started selling records and getting booked on TV shows. And his career yeah. took off, and he never looked back. Never looked back. But anyway, um, so Lawrence Paig uh, helped this aspiring model. And kapow. Her life just took off. Now, I talk about this book from 1929. It's written by two sisters, Violita and Elverita Park Boyle. They came from the Chicago area. They actually, both of them passed away just after the Second World War. And they devoted their lives to the study of names and all the different systems out there. And in 1929, they published their book, The Fundamental Principles of Yiking Tao, uh, the Kabbalahs of Egypt and the Hebrews. And this is the system that I'm using here. They um, went through all different types of um, systems out there and they came across this particular one. I'm not sure how they came across it, but they did. And it changed the direction of their work immediately. Lots of their work is documented on the internet around about the turn of the 1900s. Uh, and in 1918, 1920, all of a sudden there's a bit of a gap in the early 1920s, and then their book came out. Now, this information, there is 
documented proof where they got the system from because they actually put it in, in their book and you can look back through the archives and you can see for yourself. Uh, in, in China, this system was, was actually being used um, about 3,000 years ago and it's actually been recorded and preserved in its splendid entirety. It's known to the ancients as the way of life. And a much more complicated version that can also be found in the Indian Vedas and the Hebrew Kabbalists. That's about 3,000 years ago. Go back even further. This is documented about 10,000 years ago. There was a um, great hieratic papyrus that was discovered in Egypt. And uh, it's now actually stored in the Louvre Library in Paris. It's called The Book of the Master of the Secret House. Uh, it's probably more well known by its kind of dark name, which which is um, uh, the Book of the Dead. Uh, it is fully documented in the Book of the Dead, and a translation from all the hieroglyphics that were actually used in in the scripts was actually translated by a guy called W. Marsham Adams uh, in 1898. So. Yeah, this system has been very well documented for thousands of years, but it's been kept a big secret because obviously it's very powerful. I mean, just think if you give your children from birth nice balanced names with nice positive letters, it's going to have a very positive influence upon their life. Now, sure, there's other factors involved here. You can't uh, take away your date, time and place of birth. I mean, your astrological chart is, is very, very important. There's many factors that come into play. But now that we have this system and it's all fully documented and you can see exactly what's going on, wow, that's powerful stuff. So getting on to the darker side, the powers that be, the rulers, the kings, the queens from hundreds and hundreds of years ago, they knew about this system. Should we call them the Illuminati? Uh, I guess we could, yes. Um, Hopefully we'll still be on the line without any interference. <laughs> <laughs> People have to understand that there's good Illuminati and there's bad Illuminati, just the same as all walks of life. So um, don't think that when you say Illuminati, it's negative, negative, negative. It's not. Far from it. So the powers that be, the enlightened ones, and the Illuminati, at the end of the day, they are literally the enlightened ones. They're a little, little bit smarter. They're a little sort of uh, cream of the crop, sh should we say. Um, they knew about the system. They also knew that because they, the Illuminati, they come from a slightly different place back home to us. You might be from um, the USA. Well, they come from Canada. That, they're just across the border, and they have a slightly different vibration soul-wise, and also physically, um, lots of stuff's been written, you know, that about 100,000 years ago, another race of people came to live on planet Earth with humans. Well, a lot of that is true, and they are the illuminated ones. They have been interbreeding, crossbreeding with humans for thousands of years. However, you'll notice if you check on uh, history of like kings and queens, I mean the royal family in England is a classic one, they've been interbreeding 
for thousands of years. They have to marry within the same bloodline to keep their bloodline tight. And um, there was actually an article that, that was published that I wrote about a year ago when uh, the Canadian Prime Minister was uh, voted in, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau is Illuminati bloodline. He's actually 88 bloodlines down from the top of the tree. And the top 120 bloodlines from the top of the tree of the Illuminati, because their vibration is slightly different, these letters, these symbols don't reflect upon them. They are kind of almost immune to the vibration of names. So, in England, about 500 years ago, in the times of Henry VIII, they made it law that people had to have documented names. Now you say, okay, um, it also happened in France, in parts of Europe, about a thousand years ago, and it happened in, in, in China a couple thousand years ago. You can say, well, yes, the population's exploding. We need to have more control because there's lots of bad people out there. Yes, I agree. But think about it. If you're from the USA, for example, you have a social security number. With your social security number, you do get a slight reflection on those numbers with numerology. Um, but, but just having a social security number, they can pull up everything about you. You don't actually need to have names at all. Now, originally, we all just used to usually have just one name. Sometimes if you were from a sort of very, very well-to-do family, you'd have a second name. Um, but one name was the norm, and it wasn't even documented. So the powers that be knew that if they made it law that people had to have legal documented names, the more names you have, the more disruption it can potentially cause working against you just by random and that is exactly what they did they made it law you have to have legal documented names they could have just said oh let everything stay the same but everyone gets a social security number no they didn't mm -hmm. they said birth certificate birth certificate is your starting point obviously your documentation continues on from there when you get medical records, doctor, dentist, you go to school, it goes on and on. Then it banks, credit cards, the list goes on. But your birth certificate, you can check this out for yourself. Um, in the USA, classic example, your birth certificate, if you actually look at it, it even looks like the title for a car or for a yes. boat or for a motorcycle. <laughs> like, a, like a commodity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you can check it out for yourself, but your birth certificate is actually used as collateral for the U.S. government to borrow money via the stock exchange. Um, your birth certificate is an asset. Your birth certificate says, oh, we have this person in our country, and over the course of their life, they will, on average, pay X amount of dollars in taxes. And, of course, there's taxes on everything, not just your income. There's, there's sales tax, there's, there's import tax. The, the taxes go on and on and on. So they have already calculated how much the average person will contribute to the system in taxes. And your birth certificate is traded on the stock exchange. But, <clears throat> leaving that aside, because you have a birth certificate, your names are documented. 
everything that happens on planet Earth gets documented in the Akashic Records. What happens in the Akashic Records, uh, what has actually transpired, is carved in stone. What's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next year, is in the Akashic Records, because life on planet Earth kind of, sort of, has already happened. But it's not carved in stone yet, because everybody's given free choice on planet Earth. Well, within reasonable boundaries, we all have choice. Uh, so, therefore, what's going to happen tomorrow could change a little shift. You make a decision to do this or to do that, it can create a little shift in the direction of your life. If you were to have your name analyzed and say, wow, I've got all this information, you know what? Tomorrow there might be a rainstorm. I'm going to take an umbrella. And guess what? You did take an umbrella, it did rain, and you didn't get wet. So it made a little change, a little shift in your life path. And the great thing being here on planet Earth is the, the director of the movie, because you do audition for a part before you come here. The director of the movie encourages us to improvise and ad-lib. That's what choice is all about. Um, so I am kind of deviating a little bit off the path here. But yes, uh, the powers that be knew that documented names would randomly, potentially, create more disruption for the the general masses. Uh, of course, it does also work the other way also. As you can see from your names that I analyzed, um, for the most, you're in pretty good shape. The, the balance, overall balance of your names, a little bit edgy, a little bit sharp, but nonetheless, good balance. And for a good part of your life, as you saw when we went through the events chart, you've got a lot of positive letters there giving you an invisible helping hand. And so some of the people kind of get lucky. Well, of course, there's no such thing as luck because you even get to choose which body you're going to be before you even come here. Um, and you also get to know the names of what that body is going to have. And you can choose if you want to have this body or that body or another one. You get a choice before you come here. Um, so, um, yeah, um, names do have a very, very strong influence. And uh, with my conspiracy hat on, yes, names were made law by the powers that be <laughs> to add more stress, more random stress and worry and disruption so they can get on doing more of what they want to do, which is to have more control, more power. And we are just floundering because we're scratching and scraping and rushing around trying to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's another factor in the big matrix. Uh, sorry, yeah, I went off well, the deep end a little bit. <laughs> no, thank you for taking that jump off the deep end. You know, it's fascinating that women in the Western culture change their name a lot, uh, especially if they change relationships. And we don't even know that this is going on. And I know um, when people go spiritual, they'll feel a spiritual name and they'll adopt a spiritual name and start using a spiritual name. We're going to look at, I, I want you to speak to that before we go look at, we're going to take a look at George Clooney's information that's up on our webpage. If, if listeners cannot see that, hit the refresh key and you'll see the chart for George Clooney. But what do you have to say about spiritual names, names that we feel, you know, when we're talking about staying grounded and staying calm in the storm, getting our umbrella this really is more, it, it really illustrates the importance of staying grounded, staying true to self, being very connected 
because then yeah. also using a chart like this so that you can see what's uh, in your name and what's coming up. It is, it's, it's beautiful. So share on yeah. that and then we'll take a look at George Clooney. Yeah, sure. Knowledge is, is key. Um, I mean, you can keep learning, never stop learning. And it's, it's just wonderful. The deeper you get into these uh, different things that, reflect upon our life it, it truly is life-changing um, but as far as this system as I keep saying it's all about documentation it starts with documentation and it starts with your birth certificate so if you take on a spiritual name um, you could call yourself Minnie Mouse it's not going to really kick in and have any serious effect because it hasn't been documented. It has to be seriously documented to start kicking in. Um, a, a good example is there are actors and actresses and famous people out there who have changed their name, but they haven't actually done a full legal documented name change. Now, one good example is the rap artist married to Beyonce, called Jay-Z. His actual birth names uh, were Sean Corey Carter. And I analyzed his names. Well, unfortunately, he didn't actually pay me to analyze his names. But <laughs> through my own investigation, I analyzed his names. And actually, the guy does have a very good business head. He's very business-minded. And, of course, that does show, if you look into this guy, you know, whether you've got good things or bad things to say about him. The guy is very smart, very acute, and he gets that from the Sean Corey Carter. However, he decided to call himself Jay-Z. And because it has been documented so heavily worldwide, Jay-Z is the name that's everywhere. You don't really hear Sean Corey Carter. It's Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Jay-Z this, Jay-Z that. And it's on record labels. It's, it's documented in the media, mm. billboard posters. Jay-Z is documented everywhere. So what he's essentially done, whether he knew about the system or not, what he's done is he's kind of like got married to Jay-Z. He's taken on an additional name, Jay-Z. Well, it's actually two names, J and the Z, because even though there's a hyphen in, in between, it is classified using this system as two separate names. He's taken on J-Z as an additional name. The names he already had were pretty good. J-Z, well, previously I talked about the positive letters of the alphabet. Mm -hmm. J is very positive. Y is extremely positive, And Z is extremely positive as well. So he's added some incredibly powerful letters. Now, the, the J means you have to get involved in business, uh, or it could be family matters, but you have to get involved, and it's almost always for a good end result. The letter Y is for success, success in all areas of your life. And the letter Z, or Z, gives you control, puts you in a position of power and control where you can repress negative circumstances around you. So in his case, he's taken this on through massive, massive worldwide documentation. But unfortunately for the average person, we mere mortals who just, you know, go about our lives and we have a nice little job and we have a car, and we have a three-bedroom house maybe and a couple of children, happy, 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 um, 
we don't get the same potential to, to document our names unless we do it through marriage or documentation, legal documented name change, birth certificates, immigration papers, etc., etc. Uh, so with a spiritual name, um, you can pick up just a little tiny, a little tiny vibration if you really, truly are giving it some serious documentation on, on all your letters, your emails, your Facebook, and this and that and everywhere else, but you're not getting the full effect, not by a long shot. And even so, that might be a great name for you, but does it balance with all the other names that you already have in the mix? Just the same as when you get married, should you take your husband's name? Sometimes, like in your case, hey, it worked out pretty good for you. But in many cases, it doesn't. So it's, it's, again, it's not about just the one name. It's about all the names combined. It's like playing that piano. You have to have a piano that's in tune, and you have to have a pianist who knows exactly which keys, which combination of keys to press to produce beautiful music. So, yeah, um, it, it really starts with the documentation. That's the strong key factor. Um, it's, okay. it's a three-step a three-step process documentation activation confirmation from birth your names are documented as you go through the years people start calling you by those names of course they get documented even more as life goes on you know doctor dentist school etc etc so then picture yourself r running down a busy street you're shopping with your mother you take off you run down the street she's oh that little girl, she's out of control sometimes, and she screams out your name. Come back here, come back here. What do you do? You stop in your tracks, you stop and you look, turn around. You just confirmed that is me. So documentation is the first step, birth certificate and so forth. Activation is being called by those names. And the third step, very, very important, is the confirmation that you respond to those names. When you have all three of those in place, yes, you're getting a really strong impact from your given documented names. Okay. So, George Clooney, has everybody had a chance to go to the George Clooney page? I'm sure they did because I talk a lot. <laughs> well, thank you for that. There's so many questions that come up, and I know many people are going to want to know about their name. Again, one of the things that I do want to emphasize is that we can overcome. We do not need to change our name legally. Again, if someone goes inside into their heart and it resonates with them that they want to change their name. They could go to you and you could help them with a name that is good um, as well. But they can also, you, you can talk about this after we talk about George Clooney, but they can also steer steer this. Like you, you said earlier, it's like putting up an umbrella and there's energetics yeah. that you offer. Again, it goes back to the what you just said there, the three-step process of affirmation and confirmation so yeah yeah mm -hmm. it it's it's only a very small a very small percentage of my clients come to me and say hey you know what um yeah i've listened to what you said and everything all makes sense and this is really cool i love the information but you know what i'm like um 40 50 years old and i'm, I'm just tired i'm just drained with it all and 
I just want to wipe the slate clean and start over. So occasionally some people do want to go that route, but a lot of people are very attached to their names and they don't really want to change. But mm -hmm. if they have the information and they can make little shifts themselves as they go along, they go, wow, yeah, that I'm really interested in. So this is not about name change. No, because lots of people don't want to. Uh, lots of people mm -hmm. have, 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 have ties and you know, family. What are my parents going to say? You know, what are my right. friends going to say if I change my names? You don't have to. You don't have to. It, it, it's your free choice. And only a small percentage of people actually take that step. And even then, even then, very often we keep the first name and we try and keep the last name. We might make a little shift in, in the spelling, like Amy could be A-M-I, A-M-I-E, A-M-Y, A-M-E-Y, A-M-I-E-E. They all sound exactly the same, but they're spelt differently and they have a different vibration. Mm -hmm. And it can make a shift. It can make a change. And so, um, so yeah, it's it's about the information, having the knowledge. Knowledge is 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 key. And best thing I can really say is just look through the reviews, and you'll see so many are just praising the system. It 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 still amazes me. Sometimes I'm analysing somebody's names, and I go, oh dear, there's something really quite serious here, but I, I, I have to tell the truth. I have to speak the truth. And I come out with something, and I blurt out, well, blah, 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 blah. And this was happening when you were like 18, 19 years old. And they're always like, wow, yes, that is exactly what was going on. And mm -hmm. it, it still it still blows me away how I can really, you know, um, get down to some serious conversation. And I feel that I'm pushing the boundaries a little bit, but they always mm -hmm. come back and go, wow, thank you for that. Yes, this is wonderful. Yes. Well, it's very cool because even in my own chart, you nailed every area in my life that had like these incidences or these events as you call it and so it really mm -hmm. was yep. spot on and it was with the name change and everything so it's pretty cool so to yep. explain it we've got a chart on our page here again if you don't see it refresh your screen and scroll down and you'll see um, some verbiage for George Clooney but then you'll see four different uh, lines of chart and this is mm -hmm. the 100 year chart so this is what yeah. someone gets and so explain this for George Clooney sure I will oh and, and if we have any questions of people asking oh my name is Mary Jo what can you tell me about me sure I'd love to give some answers but as you've perhaps discovered, this is not about one name. This is about the combination of all of your names. Mm -hmm. And uh, to get down to the nitty-gritty of, of all the different names you have or perhaps have had through marriages and divorces, very time-consuming to put together that information. So I can't just give you a quick reading live on the air. If I could, I would, but uh, it would be too way, way too time-consuming. Mm -hmm. But George Clooney, this gives you an example of how the system works. When you actually receive a full documented name analysis, there's actually uh, oof, um, like 25, 30 pages of personalized information specific to you, not to anybody else. So it, it's a pretty hefty file of information with instructions how to go through it, how to, to understand your strengths, how to realize what some of your weaknesses are and, and how to cover them up, how to balance things out. Uh, but here's just a quick snippet for George Clooney. 
You'll see from the top, he was actually born George Timothy Clooney, and his mother's maiden name is Warren, and he was born on the 6th of May, 1961. There's a little introduction there about name reality, the 64 different personalities, positive letters, negative letters, and so on and so on. I won't read through all that, and I'll just skim through some of the second page that follows. You'll see that I've put numbers beside each of his names. George is 39 slash 24, Timothy 38, 34, Clooney 35, 28, Warren 34, 38, date of birth 6th of May 1961. There are two personalities for each name. So George is a combination of 39, personality 39, and 24. Now there's a whole page for each of these personalities, but I've just put some little snippets there just to give you an idea. George, okay, often successful, but can face problems. If humble, you can rise from a low to a high position with dignity. Not one to worry. You're generally fortunate in worldly affairs and will meet influential people. Your artistic side can lead you in this direction if you choose to do so. You like peace, quiet, harmony, and dislike loud, discordant noises. Contacts will advance your work prospects, often through influential women. That's the starters for George. Oh, and actually, Michael Jackson was also a 39 as well, amongst other numbers that he had. And... Uh, he was very successful, but can sometimes face problems. He had some life problems going on. The Timothy, um, this is where he gets his uh, sharpness and his business acumen from. Bright, intelligent, generous, very good organizer. You have excellent leadership skills. You're somewhat traditional in your ways and may have spiritual or religious beliefs. However, sometimes you can be too opinionated. You need positive balance from your other names to achieve both peace and success at the same time. Now, George does have a good balance of names and numbers. Uh, can't go into that now. take too long to explain, but just take my word for it. The balance there is pretty good. He's nicely balanced. Okay? Um, you can read through these yourself at any time. You know, the general overview for Clooney is also there. Um, Warren happens to be the same as the Timothy, but the numbers are just reversed the other way around. And he's born on the 6th. Those born on the 6th, they like peace and tranquility. They're creative, hence this name often produces artistic talent. They're ambitious, can be successful, need and appreciate some peace and quiet, and like those, and actually dislike sudden noises or being in a loud environment. Uh, but very often have to put up with it. This will drain upon you until you find calmness elsewhere. Relationships and home are very important. You'll conceal fears and worries, waiting to fix problems later when the time is more appropriate. Your love or desire for beauty and harmony shows in your appearance and belongings. You can be very successful in love. Harmony with your partner is important. That's just a quick little skim through of, of the the names, numbers that, in part, make up George. Uh, if we go to the, the next page that shows the 100-year chart, this is the part which a lot of people are going to be able to relate to very much, because not everybody knows George Clooney. Not like he's your next-door neighbor and you got to know the guy. You only get to see what you see on TV and the media. But I think most people will agree, there's not really any bad slanderous stuff that's ever been posted out there about George. He's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. 
Okay. So the chart. Um, this shows which letters from his names are active in which year. Now, if you look recently, uh, if you actually go to what shows the calendar year and also the letters which are underneath that, look at the calendar year 2014. And you'll see for the year 2014, he has two O's. O's are for some peace, tranquility, can very often be double income. The letter N comes in in 2014, which is for love and loving conditions. The letter R makes him busy, makes him active. But the N is the green positive letter that kicks in 2014. Wasn't George known for saying, marriage? Oh, never going to happen. No, 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 no. And yet, when the letter N came into his chart in 2014, love and romance came into his life, and he did get married. Also, in 2016, he became a father. Well, the letter N has a life cycle of five years, and these tend to peak and get their maximum strength in the middle. So when he was 55 in 2016, he was in the strongest part of the letter N, and he becomes a father. That's just you know, interesting. You know, it's cute. It's fun. But let's look at something a bit more serious. Go a little bit further back into the chart. Now, George's first big break in acting was on the comedy show Roseanne. Remember how it said that um, you can advance your career and life through women in high positions? Well, Roseanne, okay? He, he got booked on the Roseanne show in 1988. And if you look at the chart for 1988, you'll see that's the first year just like when the N was the first year that came in for love and loving conditions, the G came in, which is for gains, gains in all areas of your life. It was also with the E's, which add extremes. So extreme gains came into George's life in 1988. The G works best when you're making decisions. You make a decision, you set your mind on it, and that invisible force works in your favor. George obviously went for an audition for Roseanne. He thought, wow, I like this. I really want to be on this Roseanne show. Wouldn't this be wonderful for me? And it happened. He had the letter G there working in his favor. If you then look a bit further ahead, you'll see that he then has these other green positive letters that start to come into his chart. Oh, and the, the H, by the way, which is for stress, stress and strain, but it can also be striving to get ahead. When you have positive letters working in your favor, it softens the blow, so the H is not stress and stress and stress. There's a little bit of stress, but it's because you are striving to get ahead. Remember, the Y is for success, success in all areas of your life. The N is for love and loving conditions. Well, have a look there. In 1994 when he actually landed the job as Doug Ross on ER, which was his real big one, 1994, every single letter in his chart was positive. For a couple of years there, he had the G, gains, Y, success, another Y, more success, and the N for love, loving conditions. The N can also be um, you just loving life, or other people loving you, or you in love with someone else. Uh, 
love comes in many, many shapes and forms. But in 1994, bang, all of his letters are positive. He lands it, ER. You only have to look at his chart after that, and you'll see why, in part, sure, the guy's got plenty of ambition. He's got a nice, balanced equation of names. He's, he's a nice guy, and he's a go-getter. He, he does have a business mind about him as well. And he, he was on a roll. He was unstoppable, in part because he had this invisible force working in his favor. It opened doors for him. And uh, you can look at names of many celebrities, which I've actually documented, and you'll see exactly the same thing. You'll see some wonderful things going on for George Clooney. You'll see some somewhat negative things for people like Oscar Pistorius, who shot and killed his girlfriend a couple of years ago. That's the, the athlete with no legs from South Africa. Uh, everything all shows up there. Uh, you can also see people like Simon Cowell. Uh, his life just, just really took off big time when his event chart went into positive letters. Before that, when he was in negative letters, he actually went bankrupt. Um, it's just amazing how much these, these charts reflect upon what's happening in your life. And like I said, when I talk with, with clients and go through this name analysis with them, explaining it all, people just go, wow, how could you know that about me? We've never met. We don't know each other. We, we haven't even seen each other. All you've got is my names, all of my names and my date of birth, and you're telling me all this information about your life. It's an ancient documented system that's been kicking around for thousands of years, but it's been kept a big secret. And now so you're privy not, to the secrets. So Yeah, so why not use it in, in a powerful way and uh, use the information to really stand in our power, again, to be centered and yep. in the heart. Yep. Well, you know, um, the questions that come in, uh, here's some... Okay, like I want to say hello to Premjeet. It's his birthday today, or her. I'm sorry if I don't know the um, nature of this person, but it says, it's my birthday today, and every year on my birthday, I'm dead broke, even though I try to keep money in the bank. It's sad and depressing, so I don't make a deal to celebrate. Well, we hope we can turn that around, Premjeet, but what would you have about what would you say about birthdays then? Uh, would you think this would be a cycle or any advice or suggestions here? Well, of course, your birthday is an important day. It's the start of a new year, a new year for you. So it, it's, it's your happy new year celebration. In fact, whenever friends of mine have a birthday, I always send a note not saying happy birthday. I say happy new year. And people find it a little bit strange at first. But no, it's Happy New Year for you because it's the start of your new year. Um, the first letter of this person's name is a P. Is that correct? P? Yes. Okay. Well, that runs for seven years in the chart. It does bring power. It puts you in a good, strong position. However, uh, because it is also related to the number 16, it can also bring a bit of extravagance. Um, so you can find yourself at first getting ahead, but then when the P fades and it's gone, uh, the power and the success is gone, and you've left yourself with a pile of debts because you 
were overspending when you were in the P. All these letters, they all have a positive and a negative. Everything has a positive and a negative. Every name has a positive and a negative, a yin and a yang. Um, so just from the P, um, that can work in your favor, but it can also work against you as well. Um, but, of course, you don't know what's happening for this year coming. Um, so that's where this name system is so invaluable. It not only shows you the overall balance of your names and your personalities and the combinations of these personalities that make up you to make you the person that you are, for better or for worse. The events chart shows where the ups and downs are going to be. Um, so um, birthdays, yes, very, very important, but it's not everything. As with so many things in life, there's not one single thing that you can put your finger on and say, oh, this is it, this is the Holy Grail. Name reality, it's the answer to everything. No, it's not, but it's a, it, it's a big answer, a really big answer, and it's a proven, documented system that's been kicking around for thousands of years. This is not mm -hmm. something new. I haven't just pulled a rabbit out of a hat and gone, oh, look at this, whoopee, isn't this good, isn't this fun? No, this is a truly documented system so um, yeah. and and being born on the 30th if that's what the birthday is makes you kind and loving a sweetheart you probably love kids you love animals you're very caring you might even want to be in the caring profession where you're actually helping other people um, it, it is a very very good day to be born on but of course then that reflects upon other things uh, so it, it's all about the overall balance. If, if you're really going to pull out all of those good strong points being born on the 30th, or you might bring out some of the negatives. Uh, sometimes people born on the 30th, they can be a little bit bossy. They want to be in control. They like to be in control of the situation. But if you're aware of this, and if you feel that coming on sometimes, you can take control. So, oh, there I go. I'm getting a little bit pushy again. Hmm. I better calm down a little bit if I want to keep this person as a friend. So you're aware. So, so instead of um, perhaps having some some wonderful, valuable information you want to share, and coming across a little bit, I'm the boss. I'm in control. You act a little bit more humble. Instead, hey, I just found out about something the other day. This might be interesting for you. You know, maybe give me. Some, some feedback, some, some thoughts. You can perhaps even give me some advice I can use myself on this because I thought it was quite fascinating. Be humble and people will accept the information or what you have to share with them. So that's also a trait that can come from the 30th. You know, uh, kind, loving, sweetheart, adorable. But sometimes they want to be the boss depending upon the balance from their other names and what's happening in their events chart at that time. So for the person calling in, if you want to find out everything about your life related to your names from birth, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. We have know a what to do. Yeah. Have a get yeah. a name analysis yeah. done. Yeah. We're going to take some yeah. questions, and I'm going to give you time to explain what goes on with that analysis. Like you just explained, you go in-depth. But I do <laughs> just want to say to Premjeet to absolutely celebrate your birthday, uh, even if it's just... Uh, an ice cream cone <laughs> or some flowers or buying yourself something um, and, and moving away from that word dead broke because we have so much to 
um, be thankful for. There's abundance. Even if all you have is a, a stuffed animal or something, be thankful for that and, and, and celebrate it. Maybe make yourself a beautiful meal or something just special. Get a cupcake or, you know, just take that time for yourself on this very, very special, precious day on your birthday. So happy birthday there. Okay. Well, uh, questions after you explain a little bit about those personal sessions that come with the name analysis. Yeah. Um, we have the option of a full documented name analysis where I obviously need all of your information so I can actually process all the numbers, do all the calculations. I then send you a huge big file with all the pages for all your personalities with simple little exercises you follow by highlighting all these points on the pages so you get to understand and you know your strengths so you can use them to your advantage and you also get to discover some of your weaknesses, some of the not so strong points. So you can take control of those areas. It's also good to um, share this with someone who's very close to you sometimes because not saying that you live in denial, no, but we do tend to get used to the names that we've been wearing all of our lives and it just seems normal to you. Uh, whereas someone on the outside might say, well, you know what? You can be sarcastic sometimes. No, no, I'm not. I'm not sarcastic, am I? Yes, you are, sometimes. So when you fully realize some of these points, you can you know, take those and you can just be in control and remove the negatives, cut them out of your life, and focus on the positives. And then obviously with the events chart, well, that, that's quite, quite mind-blowing, as you found out for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, the the um, second option that we have available is, is the full documented name analysis, but then with a follow-up consultation with me, the author. And um, the consultations, they very rarely run less than an hour. I've even had some that go on for as much as two hours. We just go through your life. This is a a very private, confidential conversation. No client information is ever shared. Um, and you can open up as much as you like, or you can just let me give you examples of what could have been happening in certain years. And you can go, mm-hmm, yep, that's spot on. I know exactly what you're talking We don't have to get into your personal stuff, but I can go through these charts with you, and I can really get into some, some deep stuff and give you indications. And if you just give me the yes or no, then I know I'm on the right track, and we then move on to the next year, and the next year, and the next year. We look at what's been happening in your life so far. And we then look at what's happening right now, the influences that are happening in your life right now. And we can then look at what's going to happen next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years ahead from now. And this whole process will allow you to, to fully understand how this chart system works. And you've got this chart, and you can keep this chart, and every year on your birthday, you can pull out that chart. Oh, what's going to happen for the next 12 months? What letters have I got working for me or against me? Or what's, what's going to happen? And you can pull out the chart and go, oh, the N comes back in for love and loving conditions. Hey, I like that. The O comes back in for 
peace, tranquility, stability, can very often bring money. Ooh, this is going to be good. So let me get my sunglasses and a beach towel because I'm going to be having a good time. Or if you have you know, the letter U, the letter W, uh, or maybe the H with other negative letters for stress and strain, uh-oh, I need to get that umbrella out. It's not going to stop my life. And I can actually show you little techniques that you can use every year when some of those negative letters do come in you can brush them to one side what you're effectively doing is you are yes lifting up the mat and you're sweeping the dirt underneath the mat it's still there but you just walk over it you walk over it you take control so like I said very few people end up changing their names this is about understanding what's really going on in your life from your names all of your names combined mm -hmm. And again, that awareness is very powerful, and you do offer a great tool and a tip to transmute uh, any negative influences that may be on the forecast in your life. So that is beautiful, and again, it is available on the special offer on this webpage. The option two with that in-depth personal one-on-one -on -one session is also available in two payments. So we hope that that helps people who really resonate with this and wish to work with this. So thank you for that. Again, I thank you for the information that you provided for me as well. I can say it was absolutely spot on, and it is really interesting, and it just brings up this um, need for us to stay centered, to be aware of all of this and move forward in this centered, loving place, because that does indeed override all of it. So thank you so much for that. Okay, well, let's go to our phone line. Again, I'll remind our listeners that we cannot answer questions about your name specifically, but you could um, ask a question to Leon. So let's go to... Uh, it looks like Yvonne in Miami, Florida. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, Yvonne. Hi. Hello? Hi. So did you have a question for Leon? Yes. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I yeah. My name is Yvonne Lee Fendley, and I noticed that I cannot hold on to money for anything in this world. And I was wondering, could he analyze, give me, even if a short one, analyze my name to see what is going on, why I'm, I'm a nurse, I work the money, but I can't keep it. Okay. Well, he can try, but again, it's really in-depth, the readings, because it uses mother's maiden yeah. name. Mm -hmm. But go ahead, Leon, anything you've got there. Anything you've got uh, is good for me. Well, first of all, okay. um, I used I used to live in Miami, so maybe we were neighbors at one point. I lived in Aventura, North Miami Beach, uh, from 1993 to 2010. Oh, well, I came here yeah. from Jamaica in 1978. I was oh, well, actually, now, yeah. now I'm actually living uh, on a little island in the southwest Caribbean, a couple of hundred miles south, well, actually, it's about 400 miles south from Jamaica, called oh, San Andreas oh. Island. Isn't that so wonderful? I'm now in the Caribbean. 
it's going to be very difficult to to really give you an overview because I have to have all of your names and uh, if you've been married and divorced there's the years and things that happened or if you've had name changes but let me just very quickly just see if I can pick anything up so your first name is Yvonne Y-V-O-N-N-E correct yes have you got a middle name yes L-E-E Lee Lee that gives you a very sharp brain you're very quick. You're a very quick woman. You're quick with everything that you do. Your surname that came from your father? Yes, Sindley, S-I-N-D-L-E-Y. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I've just got to close this program. I've got to use a different program. Hold on one second. I've got a little uh, device here that, that adds up the numbers for me quickly. Uh, give me one second. got to start again. Okay, first name Yvonne, second name Lee, L-double-E. The, the fact I see straight away, you have an E in Yvonne and you have two E's in, in um, Lee. E's add extremes to all areas in your life. But what's your surname, please? Sindley, that's S-I-N-D-L-E-Y. Sindley, okay. Another E, <laughs> another E. Another e. Uh, your mother, your mother's maiden surname. Darling, D-A-R-L-I-N-G. What a lovely last name, darling. Okay, uh, have you been married? No, I um, I'm not really. So no ma really married. No. So no marriages, no name changes at all? No, I've never changed. Well, I, my, I was registered as Segree, S-E-G-R-E-E, -E -E, by mistake when I was a baby. My grandmother, who was hard of hearing, I don't know what happened, but I was told that it was something to do with her hearing. And when she, uh, when she registered me, she registered me in the name Yvonne Lee Segree. I recently changed it back to my father's name. All my siblings have the name Findlay. I was the only okay. one with the name well, that, That's where it opens a whole can of worms. I could spend the next 20 minutes just talking about getting down to the roots so I could do some calculations. So um, um, that's why, like I said, it's so time-consuming. One little shift or change completely throws everything out. Yeah, um, that's interesting. But... but um, from the name Yvonne, you're very friendly, very outward-going, very sociable. The Lee, since you've had the name Lee, um, that gives you a sharp brain. Um, the the Sindley gives you your business mind. It makes you very, very good with uh, business, delegating, running a business, managing a business, communicating, working with people. The Darling... Uh, that gives you your sharpness. You will speak what your mind thinks sometimes. If if somebody pushes your buttons and you know they're out of place, you'll stand your ground. You'll say, oh, no, you will not talk to me like that. And you will put them straight without mixing words at all. Um, but as far as um, other things, uh, I'd need to really... Let me just quickly punch in. When's your birthday? Nine ten fifty one. 
uh, which day, which month? Because you do it the opposite way around. So September. September. Oh, I'm sorry. September 10th. Okay, 19th. 10th of September. Yeah, 10th of September, 1951. I think it was on a Wednesday. I'm not quite sure. 61. Yeah. 61. Okay. And being born on the 10th makes you very sharp and very quick as well. So you actually have some good numbers there. Um, but just quickly, but just quickly looking at your chart. Oh, your chart is full of E's. There's E's everywhere. Extremes. Um, oh, crikey. Yeah. Um, your life is is literally a roller coaster where you go through these extreme highs. Sometimes for several, ten, twelve years, and then boof, you come back down, and you're wondering what's going on. And it can even bring a lot of nervous apprehension, worry, and stress because you don't know where this is coming from. It's an invisible force. Um, and have you had any accidents or falls in the last couple of years? No, I haven't. No? Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, because the chart shows lots of advancement over the last couple of years, you've probably spiritually been advancing in leaps and bounds. Yeah, um, I've had out-of-body experience. I've had visitors visit me on yeah. my bed. I've been Ooh. taken out of body, thrown back into it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there's huge, huge amounts of advancement have been going on, and um, that's still going on at the moment. And you've also become very emotionally sensitive within the last uh, six, six to nine months as well. Um, but yeah, there's also a bit of uncertainty, a bit of apprehension. You're not quite sure what's going on sometimes because these E's keep popping up in your chart all over the place, and they literally create extreme situations. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's um, basically just quickly looking, the overall balance of your names, numbers, personalities, you're in pretty good shape there. Your actual balance as a person, you're a nice, friendly, outward-going, um, potentially successful person, but your events chart just brings in this roller coaster ride where it just goes from one extreme to another, one extreme Perfect. to another. On 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 chart because I just started two businesses online, two online businesses. They're not yet profitable, but they're uh -huh. going to be because I'm focused on them. My first yeah. time out of no out of nowhere, I just got a download that says start an online business, and the next thing I know, information start information starts showing up on my on my phone. Wonderful. It's just Wonderful. unbelievable. Yeah. Out of nowhere, people I don't know from all over the world are sending me all kinds of information on how to start an online business. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. So well, much. as I said, it's very hard to really get into some stuff there because you had that little name change thing going on, which completely throws everything out of sync. You know, so I can only look at a quick overview of what's been happening more recently. But uh, if that gives you an indication, then you know that I'm on the right track because I don't know you. Even, even, though you live in, even though you live in Miami, we haven't met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, perfect. Everything you said is right on track. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Yvonne. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks. And I, Lauren, I listen to you every single day. 
Okay, girlfriend. As a matter of fact, when I hang up when I hang up with you, I'm going to go back and revisit Jean Ong, who was on a couple of weeks ago, and get a download from you. Thank yes. you so much, both of you. Okay, well, thank you. And uh, I wanted to just say that one of the beautiful things about this, I mean, at first, you know, um, uh, when I got my chart, it was kind of, uh, I guess it could be disconcerting when you're like, oh, no, look at that. But really, it's comforting because we know, again, what's coming up. Like you said, Leon, it's it's seeing a weather forecast, and we can totally navigate around this. So I find it very powerful. And what a gift we can give ourselves each year is it, it, to sit down on that very special solar return of each of us. There's even a 10-hour a period on that day that does empower us. And so we can look at what is in store for us in that year. So thank you for that, Leon. Um, the sessions that you have with people are very helpful. And in those, you do give them deep guidance on how to navigate around all of these events in the chart. Yeah, um, actually, um, well, not we really need to go in that direction, but as perhaps some people might know, I'm going to be on your show later in the year because before I got into the name system, I was very much into spiritual healing. Uh, so my actual background um, started many, many years ago. And over the years, I have accumulated a lot of information, knowledge into ways to, to help and advance all of us with our lives even simple little things, how to really take hold of the laws of attraction and make them work in your favor, how, how to really grab the ball by the horns. Um, so, yeah, um, when we get into our conversations, uh, we talk about what's there, but very often I can provide a little bit of information that, that might just help you take one step further forward to getting to where you want to be. It's not that I'm, I'm a psychic intuitive and I do palm readings or anything like that, but I use the system to its full and I also just use an awful lot of past knowledge that I've gained through the mentors that I've had over the past 20 or 30 years. So, um, yeah, the conversations can very often go off into some wonderful places with some wonderful information. Yes, very helpful in our lives, too, this roadmap of our lifelong journey based on the frequency, the energetics of our name. And it's nothing to be fearful of, but it is an eye-opener. And again, that awareness is so much power and empowerment. So, Leon, as we say goodbye then today, any last words you'd like to leave us with? Yeah, um... Thank you for listening in, of course, but the best thing is to just go back through the page and look at some of the reviews. There's quite a few being posted there, um, and these are by real people, real clients, and they say some honest and truthful and very good things. In fact, there's even a video um, review there, um, which is on the page at the top, um, where you can actually listen to Dr. Karen Can, and she will tell you very much the same things that Lauren has just been saying. You know, I was kind of uh, curious and 
not sure where this was going, but then I was I was blown away by the accuracy. And that's what it is. It is a system which is incredibly accurate. And it pulls up all the little stuff that we don't normally even think about. But when you realize that it's there, and you see it's there, and you go, uh-huh, this is me. Yeah, you know what? I do have that ability. Why didn't I put in for that job application or that job promotion last month? I could have done that. Now you have the information. Next time it comes around, you can do exactly that because you know the tools you have at your disposal. Mm-hmm. So uh, have a look through the reviews, and uh, I think that will just summarize quite nicely what we've been talking about. The system is real. It's, it's not a hokey-pokey theory. It's a real yeah. system. It's been kicking around for thousands of years. For thousands of, thousands of years, and we can use it now to understand more about the energetics behind our name and use those invisible forces, the guidance, the boost up when the time is right and override the other times. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. I want to shout out that Melina from Poland, it's her birthday as well. It's also my producer Heidi's birthday. So happy birthday to all those August people and enjoy. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Leon, for being with us here today on Quantum Conversations. Thank you for the invitation, and I look forward to being with you again soon in the future. Yes, next time. Thank you so much. Okay, well, now it is time to dance our way to the Cosmic Heart as we end our show today. Just enjoy and feel your love. Namaste.
on today But I'll be back, come around the way Seems like everywhere I go The more I see, the less I know And I know one thing that I love you I love you, I love you, I love you I've been a lot of places all around the way And I've seen a lot of joy and I've seen a lot of pain But I don't want to write a love song for a girl I just want to sing a song for the moms of the world I said junkies on the corner always calling my name Kids on the corner playing ghetto games When I saw you getting down, girl, I hope it was you And I looked into your eyes and I knew it was true I said, hey, I'll be gone today But I'll be back, come around the way I seem like everywhere I go I'm not a highly metaphysical man, but I know when the stars are aligned, you can bump into a person in the middle of the road, look into their eyes, and you suddenly know. Rocking in the dance hall, moving with you, dancing in the night in the middle of June. I said, my mama told me, don't lose you, cause the best luck I had was you. I say, hey, I'll be gone today, but I'll be back, come around the way. It seems like everywhere I go, the more I see, the less I know. But I know one thing, that I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music Available at AcousticHealth.com Namaste.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye.